Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 24 of Volume 2 of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Element of Danger. This episode was written by Gordon Brizak. Uh, Brassak? Uh, last time I know, uh, last time I challenged the GoBots, uh, we had a discount version of 1987's Inner Space, basically. <laughs> and in this episode, Zemon and Sparky are isolating Element X. Yep, she's giving them a hand in the lab, and uh, apparently Element X will enable them to finally crack the Renegade stealth device. Yes. Oh, we also we should know they're in a lab in some satellite moon. Who knows? Yeah. Orbiting Gobotron. Uh, but. They this I did not understand, but that's they, my next line. It says I don't understand what happens here. <laughs> it's some they they shoot a thruster. There's a thruster there, I guess. Yeah, Space Lab fires a beam which hits a perfectly visible Renegade thruster, and then thruster explodes. But look at things, and Crasher flies towards the space station in the debris, and then she just appears inside it and attacks. It's like. Yeah. All right. <laughs> she and, and then it gets even more confusing because she she wants the element X. She bursts out of this glass tube she teleported into, goes to crash her stomp, and then we just like do a f- um, soft focus crossfade to leader one informing the council that oh the orbiting lab was destroyed. Yep, he's got them all at the big table. It's bad news. And Matt's on the screen behind him. And if you pause it at two minutes and 15 seconds, it looks like Matt is looking at something behind Leader One that we can't see and like it's about to bite him in the ass or something. <laughs> Just a fucking look on his face. I do like that Leader One says, don't worry, we have uh, satellite footage of what happened. And it's maybe a two second clip of the place just blowing up. We don't see what <laughs> did it or anyway, whatever. But <laughs> then they say, what about Star- Sparky and Zemon? He says, they're dead. I'm sure of it. And then they walk in the room, which means he didn't even check. And they're all scuffed and smashed, and uh, then they die. Yeah, they fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it turns out that they actually detonated the lab because they didn't want it to fall into enemy hands. That's kind of a neat idea, but it also proves Leader One didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, and they're down here in sickbay, and the only one not here is Rescue, because, you know, that would just be silly having the doctor there. And this has just been a lousy day. They lost the space lab, they lost Element X, and Crasher got away, but hold on, Sparky managed to save Element X. Yeah, so they have to take it now to a unicom lab to run some kind of test on it i guess i guess so yeah but then smallfoot comes in and she tells them that she's detected a renegade signal and the call is coming from inside the house (laughs) basically and leader one says well there's either a spy or they have a tracking device (laughs) it could go either way equally likely with this one yeah um then he says don't worry i've got an idea uh, and we then go to Smallfoot, Scooter, and Turbo on a command center, and I- I'm guessing the idea is let's broadcast a really obvious plan <laughs> and bait the renegades because Smallfoot or Smallfoot Scooter sitting in the command center. Uh, pilot seat going gee turbo sure is good we have the real element x and the renegades think it's with us some other ship but it's actually with us and here's my bank pin number it seems kind of backwards doesn't it because like scooter thinks this plan is perfect nothing can go wrong and it's turbo is the one that's worried yeah fair enough and rifles oh because that's exactly what happens thruster flies in and zaps them with some kind of force field which disables their weapons yeah and they don't get their shields up in time so again another bit where it it was kind of confusing this episode has a lot of confusing moments Mm -hmm. and then moments of convenience (laughs) A lot of them. But Scooter, I guess, guns it and they escape. And on kind of? Thruster cycles, like, they're getting away. And then Copter and Crasher just stand in there and Crasher just 
They kind of look at him for a second, then she goes, it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then she suggests, why don't we just blow them up? And Psykill says, no, 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 I want the Element X. I don't want to destroy them. So, like, zing them good, but don't destroy the ship so we can catch up to them. And they zing them a little too much, and Command Center starts careening towards Earth. Mm-hmm. And now Element X will be lost forever in commercial break. And when we come back, uh, Turbo forgot, I guess, every time that Command Center was underwater, because he's freaking out going, I gotta try to land it on this island that we're just conveniently careening towards. Yeah, he manages to crash land the thing on the island, and Psykiel orders the renegades, you know, fly to that crash site. There might be a chance Element X survived, and uh, if the Guardians did... Or if the Guardian survived, it's only temporary. Yeah, uh, they did survive. We we see some smoke clearing on the deck or the co- pilot cockpit, whatever the fuck it is. Command center. Yeah, and they're all coughing and wheezing because they breathe in this episode, okay. I guess. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, what the writers, however, didn't think of is that of anything, because yes. conveniently, this is where the convenience starts. Uh, conveniently, not only is this just an island they happen to crash on, it's exactly where Turbo wanted crash because this is where the unicom base is <laughs> but then thruster comes on the screen and turbo basically tells the others like all right take element x and get yeah he's gonna <laughs> set up a homing device for to get leader one's attention uh so scooter so and he can find them at the place they were intending to go to like <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. where he'd look first anyway yeah, which if you just had one line when they were crashing if turbo had said i gotta get us to that island that's where the unicom base is then this would all make sense whatever uh this show doesn't make sense but uh <laughs> crasher fires at scooter and smallfoot while they're wondering if they actually should run scooter has one good line here where he's like if there's one gobot who can handle himself it's turbo yeah so they convert to get away from crasher and smallfoot's all like oh what do we do now and scooter has an idea and he creates a hologram of a tunnel in a rock wall and crasher smashes into that and then the roadrunner goes through it anyway <laughs> yeah. My note was that he wily coyote'd him. Um, and then, conveniently, Smallfoot says, Hey, look, there's another cave. That must be the cave we <laughs> yes. want to get into. And they just run there. Yeah, and it's like 100 feet up the side of this rock wall, and they climb to it I, rather yeah. than fly. Anyway, uh, we have a quick shot where Turbo, he connects the right wires, and he makes his distress call to Leader One, just as the Renegades enter the control deck of the command center and blast him. Mm-hmm. They're sorry to interrupt, or whatever Psykeel says, and they all just stand there laughing for a really long time. And then this is where the actual story starts. Halfway through the second act, <laughs> yes. uh, Scooter and Smallfoot are walking through this cave, and Smallfoot's like, I don't think we should be here. And Scooter's like, I don't know if this is the right place. And then they find a woman in a crystal. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a voice that's come closer, come closer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a pale bluish-green woman in a space princess get up with Basically. a Teletubby hat sort of look like to me <laughs> and she's inside one of these crystals. Yeah, she keeps beckoning them to come closer, which Scooter does. Smallfoot tries to stay back, but she introduces herself as Astral from the planet Krylos, princess of the planet Krylos and she beckons Scooter a little closer a little closer and then they swap spots. Mm-hmm. She Now he's inside and she's free and she just like starts dancing around like oh, I'm free after so many centuries. Can, can I just say She's got some big boobs. <laughs> She's got some big boobs. There's, and I only say this because there, throughout the rest of this episode, there are a number of shots where she is uh, stretching and and posing and spinning and dancing and and very 
Like, there's a shot here where she's, like, sticking her chest out and uh, running her fingers through her hair. And hand to God, Scooter is staring at her breasts. (laughs) And now that she's out, she can continue her quest and she can fly because why not? And she needs Scooter to stay inside the crystal so his life force will preserve it, I guess. Guess. Yeah, I guess it's going to power her search. Anyway, Smallfoot tries to blast her and it just she absorbs it and goes, oh, that feels great. Here, have some back. Just throws, I guess, blasts at, at Smallfoot. Yeah. Who flees? Yeah, she runs for it. And Astral tells Scooter he has to stay there again. And he starts with the, well, just you wait till leader one gets here. And she's like, uh-uh, only I can open. <laughs> and she flies off. <laughs> so uh, we then go to Psykill, who I think he's going to brainstorm turbo yeah it's i guess this is, is what, what the, the, the brainstormer looks like in this episode yeah it's like a bowl over his face really. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like they're gonna put him out for surgery basically the reason i don't think it's a brainstormer is because they they treat it as if it's gonna really do him harm because cycle's just about to flick the switch when copter comes on the mic and he's like hey there's a human flying towards us <laughs> yes she's on the screen and cycle senses tremendous power well no shit man she can fly and <laughs> really? he sends crasher to bring her in he says something to the effect of like or maybe it's later but he says something like i've never seen such power in a human and i'm like Dude, Tanachka. Tanachka. I it mentioned that too. It's like three episodes. episodes. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Crash is sent out to capture uh, Astral and just basically gets in her way and stops her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Crasher stomp attacks her. But again, uh, Astral just absorbs the energy. And she's like, oh, it's so invigorating. And Crash is like, well, if you like that, you'll love this, honey. And she converts and is about to like basically flatten her, like land on her. But Astral just zaps her with some beam from her finger and just sends Crasher flying. Like, suborbital. Mm. So, Psycho and Copter are coming out of Thruster just as Crasher lands in front of them. Yes! They just stand there and watch her crash. <laughs> Psycho even has some line of like, oh, well, she was her own fault. Yeah. Um, but then he sends Copter and she makes quick work of him and then Psycho's like, hey, can I be your friend? Evil guardian shtick. <laughs> yeah. Because well, first she's like, oh, you want some too? Or are you going to help me? And he's like, yeah, I'll help. What do you need? And she's looking for Crylinium. Crylinium. Of course. And Psycho's like, "Uh, oh, yes, Crylinium. Yeah, I'd love to help you, lady. But the evil guardians control all the Crylinium on Earth, and they'll never part with it. So she says, then I'll destroy them all, and flies off, and commercial break. (laughs) Yep. And now we're with Sparky and Leader One. They're getting the homing signal from Command Center 2, and they land Command Center 1 beside it, and Turbo is lying in the dirt, so I guess the renegades just yeah. threw him out. And Tossed him all out he window. says is, Brainstormer, hurry, Unicom. That's it. And that, that, I guess that's all Leader One needed to hear. Yeah, he orders Sparky and Zemon to get uh, Turbo to Medbay, and he flies off to the Unicom base because he figures, look, if it's just one of me, I might be able to sneak past Psykill's detectors and save everybody inside. So whoosh, he flies away. Yeah, because he'll be expecting the command center. Exactly. Right? So, now, at the Unicom base, I guess the manually activated automatic guns are firing <laughs> at Thruster and on board Thruster. Astral asks Cycle if he's sure the Guardians have Crylinium. And he's like, well, yeah, of course they do. And she's like, well, you better the hell not be lying to me. Yeah, and uh, like, this is really dumb of Cycle because he this this has happened a number of times. Yes. This exact thing. Super powerful <laughs> alien. He lies to them, allies with them. They say, you better not lie to me. He's like, I'm not lying. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Alvinar and uh, 
Alaric and uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Inside the humans can't do anything to stop her uh, because she gets out of thruster and like neutralizes their shields somehow. And then leader one arrives and the renegades just flee. Why? Yeah, they just shit themselves. Like back to thruster fast now. Go and they all convert and head off and just leave her behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, leader one gets in a bit of a dog fight with Copter. Copter shoots him. They yeah. So renegades are gone. And then Astro goes to leader one and she's like, oh, he must be very powerful and uh, flies over to him and is like, where's the cryolinium? Yeah, and leader one's basically like, what the hell are you? Because it's like a flying woman, right? But she just stops him in midair, I guess. I guess she's like a Jedi. And he converts and they land and she's like, all right, make with the cryolinium. And he tells her he has no idea what that even is. I want to go back a bit and just point out my favorite shot this episode. And it was, it's a shot from behind Astral. She's like got her hands out doing magic stuff. It's magic. <laughs> but it is leader one in front of her and he does have a conversion with the nose of the jet facing the camera. And it's a fairly accurate conversion. Then she kind of spins him around, holding him in her grasp. It's just a really... It's one of those shots where you can tell a director was like, this is how the shot has to look, make it look good. And they took some time rather than just doing a, a, another flat wide angle shot. Here's the toy transform, <clears throat> convert this thing and, uh, and make sure you draw it like that. Yeah. Yeah. But more than just the conversion, it's like, it looks like there's a, a shot here. It feels like, I, I know it's a shitty 80s cartoon, but it <laughs> feels like there's some uh, degree of like the, the zoom and the focus and there's actual framing of anyway what's important here is that leader one convinces her of the truth hey Psykill's lying to you you're a schmuck don't worry it happens to a lot of aliens and the renegades are watching this on the screen and now they think she'll be out to get them so Psykill tells them to activate the proton blaster yeah they, they do have a great line here where uh, they go back to the guardians and leader one literally says and that's the truth about Psykill and the renegades now you know the rest yeah. of the story <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, then Thruster returns and Astral just blasts it. Bye. <laughs> Again, Psykill, what did you expect? And there's no time to get the shields up and Thruster gets shot down because she kind of shoots it back at them. And now we go back to Scooter and everybody's here and Astral switches places with them. And uh, later one says, there must be something we can do to help you. Yes. Yeah, so I mentioned the one shot I like. This was the one story point I liked where she explains, uh, oh, but the, I'm not alone. Here's all my people. Somehow she lifts of cave wall it goes up like a curtain yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people who look just like her aliens in their own little crystals and i like that they're just piled up like some of them are upside down legs sticking up this way and that it looks like somebody just dumped them there but they're on suspended animation because they need cryolinium to live and they came to earth looking for it but it turned out our son was too young to produce it is that true i don't know <laughs> and they decided that they would just go into suspended animation and wait for our son to die i guess or at whatever point it would produce the stuff yeah but but uh yeah it's still not old enough so it's back to bed for them but hold on professor von joy he has an idea and buggy man is standing behind him did you see that yeah and uh his scooter give him element x which sure enough is a perfectly good substitute for cryolinium it's like putting furnace oil in a diesel engine you know it's not ideal but you know it'll work (laughs) 
Her people became stranded on Earth a long time ago, and they need to wait until the sun produces Krylinium before they can gas up the ship and head home, huh? Well, it's true that elements heavier than hydrogen are produced by stars, at least real elements. But she even says at the end of the episode that the sun isn't old enough yet to produce Krylinium. Shouldn't she have realized that as soon as she stepped outside midway through the episode? If she knows it's not old enough to produce Krylinium, why would she believe that there would be any of the shit lying around on Earth that wasn't already there when her ship crashed? Would have made a lot more sense when Scooter came along if she explained her situation and said, Look, you're obviously not from around here either. Any chance I can bum a ride to Antares or Betelgeuse or another star that's going to blow up reasonably soon? Because that little pissant star up there is going to take for fucking ever. Oh, you will? Great. Let me get your ship fixed up and we'll be off. Oh, you say this Nick fellow will take my place inside the crystal for the next hundred thousand years? Oh, you're going to leave him there forever. Oh, oh, well, seems like there's more to that story, but uh, I'll mind my own business. Come on, everybody. We're leaving. Bye, Nick. Thanks again. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Death Pickers podcast show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is Mission Gobotron. Your mm. mission, should you choose to accept it, is to follow <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, and Tom Cruise and all those guys in Mission Impossible are on there. And uh, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Death Pickers podcast show at transformersnippickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Brainstormer, hurry, Unicom.